On October 11, 2023, a throng of media members filed aboard the Milwaukee streetcar at the Intermodal Station downtown and made their way east towards a historic turn onto Michigan Street. Please hold on. Vehicle may start and stop suddenly. That turn marked the start of the L Line, the streetcar's first expansion since its original M Line opened in 2018. Earlier this summer, at the unveiling of Milwaukee's downtown 2040 master plan, Mayor Cavalier Johnson had this to say about the city overall. Milwaukee is at a critical crossroads. And much like the city, so too does the hop lie at a critical crossroads in its history. The city has always envisioned the streetcar operating beyond just a downtown loop, expanding its reach into nearby neighborhoods and allowing for the commuting of residents to the downtown area. But as with any major city project, it comes at a cost, with Milwaukee having pursued over $350 million in federal funds for the expansion of the system. To date, only the L-Line extension was given a grant. Another conversation surrounding the streetcar is how to pay for its operation. Milwaukee has budgeted $4.9 million to operate the hop in 2023, with that cost offset by direct revenues such as the naming rights sponsorship from Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino, and indirect revenue coming from city parking. But one area of potential revenue has not been implemented yet for the hop, a fair. Under then-Mayor Tom Barrett's original plan for the hop, a fair was to be implemented after the first year of the streetcar's operation. Factors including the pandemic put those plans on hold, and as Department of Public Works Commissioner Gerald Krushke told me on that L-Line ride-along, that remains the plan. Fairs have always been a conversation with the streetcar since day one. Uh, we've seen other sister cities that have streetcar operations that have had fairs, they remove them. But as the city hopes to pursue a network for the streetcar passed downtown, would people be willing to pay if the streetcar went other places? And how much would they be willing to pony up? In a survey WTMJ sent to listeners who ride the hop, we asked, would you be willing to pay a fare to ride the hop if it meant an extension would happen to your preferred destination? The result? A responding 77% yes vote. We also asked survey responders how much they would be willing to pay for that ride. The average among all respondents came out to $2.12. Even adjusting for the roughly quarter of responders who said they would not pay a fare to ride the hop, the calculated gross revenue is still around $840,000. But as Krushke notes, just collecting the fares comes with its own unique price tag. Is that free to run a fare system? So if we wanted to start charging, it's always on the table. And it really ties down to ridership, where we're going, and how much does it cost the city. So to run a fair system while we're breaking even, it doesn't make sense. DPW Marketing and Communications Officer Tiffany Shepard also noted to me the implementation of a fare could lead to equity issues for low-income passengers. Additionally, the Federal Transit Administration would require a fare equity analysis if a fare were to be implemented on the system. But just because a streetcar doesn't operate with a fare doesn't mean it can't expand and grow. That's been the case in Kansas City, where their streetcar system is currently in the midst of two expansion projects, all while receiving no state funding from Missouri or Kansas for any of the projects. Executive Director of the KC Streetcar Authority, Tom Guerin, shared with me how they've been able to work on these projects and fund them in unique ways. We actually, in our case, believe it makes economic sense. We have a taxing jurisdiction where we collect a fare um, indirectly off the economic activity. So people ride our system, they shop at businesses, they go to restaurants, they stay in hotels. 
And the more people we move, uh, the greater the economic impact, the greater the benefits to local businesses. And, and we actually get to capture uh, some of that uh, transaction. I like to say through an indirect fare on, um, on those economic transactions in a way that creates this sort of symbiotic relationship. That symbiotic tax relationship likely would not work in Milwaukee given the shared revenue plan's restrictive measures against using tax funds to operate or extend the streetcar. But as the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sean Ryan notes, there are other unique ways the city could, in a manner of speaking, gift themselves streetcar revenue. They have a concept where when they give a tax break to a new development, which is something we do here in the city of Milwaukee through tax incremental financing, instead of taking some of the actual tax dollars and putting it directly from, say, a property tax pot of money into the streetcar pot of money, they say, well, you, developer who got a tax break, Give us 15% of that back as a gift. And we're going to put some of that toward affordable housing. We're going to put some of that toward our streetcar system. At least for now, when it comes to funding the city's desire to grow the hop, Milwaukee is at a critical crossroads. And from our findings, it seems most riders would pony up in order to hop on. Adam Roberts, WTMJ News.